Uh, so I'm gonna let you run it. I'll give you an hour. I know you got things to do and anything. So um, what do you want to? What you want to talk about first? I mean, we can just we can just touch on a lot of stuff. Just pop culture. You know, uh, just, you know, like like you said, you know, we can start off with that snowfall breakdown. Let's do that, because shall we? Think, you know, I think we're far enough. Yeah, I think we're far enough removed from it and, uh, you know, not to play the role of the spoiler. But God damn it, if you haven't seen it yet. At this point, you know, yeah, it was three weeks ago. OK, but before but, you get into the breakdown, yeah, now and, and, they went with they went with this alternate timeline. But before the, the alternate timeline, where do we stand? At, the, at right now, as far as Franklin, Uso, where did it leave us exactly before they played with the timeline for the, for the season finale or series finale, season finale? All right. So when it when it ended, like you got to the pre the, the second to the last episode, you got to remember that was uh when they had the funeral and the repast for Andre. Mm-hmm. So you know, Mel was at because Franklin's mom hosted the repast, and Mel was looking hella cracked out at the repast and everything. So she went to her house and then Franklin went over to the house and tried to talk to her. And then that's when she shot Franklin. Right. So basically everything that happened with her shooting him, that's when he pretty much quote unquote had died on the floor. Right. So then when you get into the alternate, the alternate timeline, like it's a bunch of different ways it could be interpreted because it's like, I think that honestly, like now, cause I, I watched it like two more times, just going back and seeing it. It was kind of like, in a way it was like, Franklin had to go through the stages of his own hell because he was died he was he died and it's like you know everything was confusing because it's like okay he in school and he's trying to do everything he can to get the tuition and they bucking on him saying nah well you can't come because you ain't paid this you didn't pay that so then like he get kicked out of school but then in the midst of everything that's when he also meets the CIA agent and the timeline and then that's when it kind of he's like well yeah you know well, you can come work for us. And then it's like, to me, the irony in that was because it's like, yeah, like, this nigga damn near is working for the CIA, so to speak. Like, you know, we're, we're peddling everything. But then it's just like the scene to me that brought everything full circle was when his uncle was walking through them projects. Okay. And that was basically the visualization of all the death, destruction, and dismay that they had caused. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like then... All that happens, and then that's why I was like, that was the telltale that, that what was going on, because it's like, they didn't roll the opening credits to damn near 43 minutes into the show. That's right. And then it's like, when the show starts out, that's when uh, Franklin's father is helping him out the tub, and you see the exit wound from the mm-hmm. gunshot in his back. So it's like, I think that really, you know, it was, to me, like I said, just as far as, like, if we want to go, like, TV, like, I compare that to the episode of The Sopranos, when Junior shot Tony. That's right. And Tony was in purgatory and he was going through all of that. So that's why I think, you know, because I want to say it seems like the episode before might have been the last episode that John Singleton, like, kind of wrote on. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, to me, if you watch that episode, like, that episode was clearly the beginning of season three. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't want to leave us on the cliffhanger for a year, or season four, rather, but it was like, you know, like, that's to me, it was like, even though it was season finale, like you know that for, that first forty that that the last, the first fifteen minutes or last fifteen minutes rather after opening credits, like that was the beginning of season four. Mm-hmm. So it was just like you know they was kind of showing the parallels, but then it's just like you know uh, I seen on Instagram the dude that play Man Boy, you know they showing that he showed a picture of him where he's older and he's incarcerated. So it's just like you know now 
I kind of, you know, I'm, I'm tempted to just really go back through just the whole history of everything and just let history be the judge and kind of, kind of, you know, to see how things are going to play out. But at the same time, I'm kind of like leave it open to interpretation as far as, you know what I mean, what actually could happen. But I will say that was, that was a pretty massively written episode. Like, so, you know what I mean, just the, and then too, like, I don't know if you ever noticed this, but did you, have you ever noticed the three different textures and lighting they use? Nah, I, I be missing the color palettes on most so of this like, stuff. Yeah, when they addressing the hood and Franklin and them, it's more of a grainier, like yellowish tint to it. Okay, but then when they're with the white dude from the CIA, like everything is clear and present. But then when you with the Mexicans, it's more of a blue and a green tone, and it's like you really don't see it until you see interactions with them in different places. Mm -hmm. Like you'll see Franklin, you, you'll see the difference when Franklin meet with the CIA dude. And then when the CIA dude with the Mexican, but then like, what was that the first season? First season, yeah. When they had to go up to the hood with the Mexicans, then that's kind of where you've seen the interchange of it. But I kind of watched a special on it and the directors and the writers was breaking that down. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of slick. And then it's just like, kind of not to jump off, but it was like a, me and my homeboy just was randomly from the channels the other day and we watched Belly and it's like, you know, I know, and I, you feel like me. I feel like the 90s was just so fucking problematic. Just music, entertainment, sports, fashion. So it's like, you almost got to throw it away. But I will say about Belly, like, it was a terrible movie. Like, just as far as, like, the plot and the writing and shit. <laughs> it but got bad. I remember when it, it came out. masterful because it was such a music yeah. video. Yeah, yeah, basically. Malik uh, uh, Saeed. Oh, shit. Um can you hear me now? Still no? Uh, I, I can't hear you. Um, okay, how about now? No. I don't know what's going on. Oh, no. Can you hear me now? No? Still no. no still nothing. Grr. Oh, shit. Microphone, microphone. Hold on, I might just pull it up on um, on YouTube yeah. or something and turn it down real low. Still can't hear me? Hopefully it won't kill the shit back. Shit, I cannot hear you, sir. Uh... Still can't hear me? <laughs> Still nothing. <laughs> Damn, I don't... Hold on. Let me see it, because I'm, I'm about to open it up YouTube, and I'll put it on the low. Don't you hate how YouTube just run these ads? Like, man, I don't want the ads. But at the same time, I'm not paying for this either. Alright, say something, Slot. Yeah, can you hear me? What's up? I can't hear you. Okay, yeah. You might have to re-enter. Still can't hear me? All right, I hear you. You're back. Okay. I hear you. All right, all right, all right. There we go. Okay, so no, Belly. It got I when it came out, it got trash. Vis visually, uh Malik Saeed, uh, director of, of, of photography, um, hype, 
uh, visually beautiful, beautiful film. But no, go into go into go into it. I mean, yeah, because it's just like I mean, when you really look at how loose the movie was, <laughs> it was just like I mean, like because it's like and the thing that's just so crazy because it's just like really the most powerful scene of the movie was the fucking beginning scene with DMX's son playing with the pentagram and was basically letting you know that you're about to you're getting inducted into a ritual so it was just like the whole movie was ritualistic like opening sequence like fucking excellent like you know what i'm saying like you want to go mafia movies you got gangster movies like no nah, that whole robbery shit was, was like <laughs> that like you know what i'm saying like that was phenomenal but then it's just like then when you look at it it was like you know i'm a huge Nas fan but you could tell like yes the niggas really were smoking weed on set and like and like Nas was just blunted the whole movie and then it's just like I feel like the like the the director like went and talked to both Nas and DMX and was like, hey, all right, Nas, uh, let's channel these lyrics from this song. Uh, it's talking about <laughs> talking to a shorty in the projects, you know, what you did in One Love. Let's let's act that out, like you know what I'm saying. And then it's just like this everything, and it was just like it was a good movie for the time. Like I, I remember shit, I was probably thirteen or fourteen when that shit came out, so it was just like you know. You couple that, not not like fifteen. Then you couple that, like with every all the hype behind it, like the soundtrack and everything. But then you watch it now, it's just like, like come on, man, like really, like Benjamin Chavis, really, I like, you know what I'm saying? It was just like, oh, like they wanted to do some Malcolm X shit as far as like, as far as like, oh, okay, well I knew you were coming, uh, you know, <laughs> I let my guards go. <laughs> we'll have fifteen more minutes, and it's just like, man, come on, like it's cool and all, and then it's just like, oh, let's go back to Africa. Like I get it, like you know. Back yeah, to that's still. I have a problem with even still to this day watching it. I'm like, yeah, let's go to Africa. Let's not come back. And I was like, okay. So yeah. <laughs> but it's like even that, like even that, you could tell with Nas, like, cause it's just like you know, if you really study Nas and you know Nas, like you know his father being a musician and all of that, like he was in the lodge like super young, like you know what I'm saying, like. And he had all that, all the books and all that literature, but it's like I feel like Nas's man struggle was it was just like he was conflicted, just because he was woke, like he knew about the shit, mm. but at the same time, like he was already blood in, you know what I'm saying from the inception. So it's just like when you look at it from that angle, it kind of shows like you know, you could kind of tell he had a lot of input on his character, and it's like yeah, well I want to be like this and I want to be a reflection of myself. And it was like, all right, that's cool. But it's like, bro, you like hella woke out here selling heroin, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, and that's kind of like, that's kind of the caveat. It's just like, okay, like, that's cool. Like, you want all this empowerment and like building your community, but it's like, you're destroying your community. Like, like you know, I was, I'm in a group chat and, uh, you know, some dude was trolling and was just saying like, nah, just trash and like talking about how good Jay-Z is. But I'm like, nigga, like, so your favorite rapper is a nigga who made a career, like, selling crack and coke and like basically inspired a, a, a era of deviance an entire generation like mm -hmm. can't knock the hustle this this lifestyle of drug dealing but now you can fucking face a prison reform and it's just like you, you want to you know what i'm saying it's like you want to right your wrongs yeah. but it's just like you've already like the evil is already done like lives have been taken the pollution of the situation is already there so it's like, yeah, you gotta make you gotta make amends, but it's just like you, you consciously made the wrong decision already. Mm -hmm. So it's just like once that's done, it's it's done. Yeah, yeah. All right, but, all right. Uh, 
But yeah, like it's just the parallels. Like I don't know. You, you, uh, did you watch Power this week? No, I have not. I have not. I'm gonna do it tonight. I'm gonna watch both episodes tonight. Um, but now I get into it. I, I don't. I don't mind. It's just I mean, because I mean, because like, because like now I kind of had to like I had to be at a place with power because people would just because I, I would really trash it so bad before, and people were like, man, you just like you sound like a self hating black man not giving these people they just do with this show. But I'm like, really? Dog. Like, yeah, yeah. Because people really like you know like because this is all right, and this is random. This is my shit. Like Jesus. Obama, Jay Z, them three, you can't, can't say talk. shit to Blue. Yeah, yeah but true. it's like, but then it's like, see, I feel like Black America really like clung on to power once we saw how fast to hell Empire was going. So yeah. it was just like, oh no, you gotta like the show because there's Black people on the show. But then it's like, nigga, like, but really, like this, like, I say the third season, or, or yeah, season three was the best season, just with, with the action and like building everything up. But then, like last season, just two all over the place, and it was just like you're you're using sex to carry the show. Like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you're using you're using sex to carry the storyline. So then this season, I'm like, man, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm I'm gonna really sit back and like critically watch it, and I'm not gonna hate watch it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But um, this week, this week's kind of different because uh, you didn't see last week, so that was everything with the uh, where Tariq set up to get kidnapped by the Italians. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That played out. Yeah. It, and it was like, see, so it was like, you know, Ghost, like, because, you know, Vincent, the dude that was the cop on the wire that was uh, Turtle's cousin not, or whatever. Right. He came to, uh, to to save the day because even though they got the money, they still was about to kill Tariq. But then Vincent and his people rolled up. But then it was like, he told Vincent, like, whoever the fuck uh, he was there, like, whoever's trial he was about to testify against. Like he told Vincent, like, oh, okay, like, yeah, this is who killed, who killed him. But then he was like, he let Tommy know, like, yeah, you know, I know who killed, you know, he was like, yeah, I told him who killed, uh, who killed dude. So like Tommy thinking it's him. So then it's like that angle. But then it's just like, nah, this little nigga Tariq, bro, like, this little nigga is so off the hand. And I will give it to the writing of the show because the fucking show starts off with Ghost putting a pistol to this little nigga head and waking him up. Mm. So it's just like, you know, that's the angle. And then, um, you know, he got to try to make right with Tommy, but Tommy damn near is about to shit night him and drop him off the roof. So then, like, then he go back to his mom. Or then, okay, so then after that, so then he go to Dre, talking about he's trying to get back in. Dre like, nah. But then, like, Dre throw him a brick. And then, then after all of this, toward the end of the episode, he go to Tasha, and she's just like, well, yeah, I know this is who you're going to be you can be better than ghosts and like da, 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 da. and it's just like oh, okay and i'm like all right to me i'm like you know what it's fucked up but i'm like she was kind of a g for it and people were like man how are you gonna say she a g leading her son down that path i'm like See, that's the, the path go- he chose that's exactly the little nigga's going already yeah so, <laughs> so you can't stop him from going where he's about to go but i don't know i just i just i just in all hopes like once again though like I hope they don't fucking pull an HBO because as much as I love HBO, HBO cannot close shows. Well, they got the they got the spinoff coming, so I don't even know what direction they're going with the spinoff. To be honest with you, I think the spinoff is supposed to be a prequel. So, like, oh. the, the, I mean, but, but which would be cool because I guess you know Mary J is going to be on there, so I'm guessing Mary J is getting cast as somebody's mother. But if I had to bet, I feel like 
the spinoff is going to be more canyon central and everything that's going to happen and like it's going to be the axe that led up to everything i'm okay with that happen. i'm okay yeah. with that if it's if it's canyon based i'm okay with that because I, I still yeah. miss that character man i'm just like it ain't for me it ain't been the same since they killed him off i'm just like god damn so but but yeah but even then i feel like that was the whole foreshadowing of the situation like where we really should have seen like that's when we saw who tyreek was yeah because you let the one person who really fucked with you get killed but then to see like i almost feel like they would be on some random nigga shit and it would come out that that kind of really is his father like at the end of i was shit, hoping like, that would come out i was like let please let him be his, his daddy because <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just like see like i said i mean because my whole shit with ghosts has always just been a, like a, a moral like a character thing like nigga like you're a drug dealer but you're on the top because you your wife snitched on a nigga like you know what i'm saying like y'all yeah. got a nigga set up to get his spot and then i say that to people and they're like well yeah he's a, he a star i'm just like but dog i'm like do you look at this nigga's moral high ground like mm -hmm. do you look at how immoral this nigga is mm -hmm. do you look at this nigga having the whole affair like just like you know what i mean like the nigga is a grade a sociopath like you know what i'm saying like we get that but it's just like you know and it's like almost in the, in the tone of like he's like it's like the anti-hero so to speak because it's like really when you look at the whole shit, it's like Kanan's whole character everything Kanan did was justified yeah. his vengeance and everything was justified because yeah. this nigga took him out like how he took him out mm -hmm. like you know what i'm saying so it's just like you look at that and it's just like all right like you can't even be mad about that but at the same time it's just like just all the fanfare and like all of this to make it seem like, oh, well, yeah, you know, Kanan is such a bad guy and, and Ghost is doing all this for his family. But it's like, no, like this nigga's actions are all self-serving. Like, you know what I mean? And then my biggest question, too, is where the fuck is this little girl at? Like, where's the baby baby at? Chilling. <laughs> like, Chilling. Like, with the mom. Did, did, did we uh, Judy Winslow heard right her out of the That's show? That's exactly like, family matters her out of there. Like, yeah. <laughs> like where is she? So I'm, I'm just I'm just wondering what's up. And then I guess to switch gears, like since we on the TV show, have you seen the Righteous Gemstones on HBO? No, I, I'm, I'm I've been. It's on my list. How is it? I need to see it. It's it's hilarious, but in the fashion and tone of Danny McBride shows, like the shit be funny. But then the shit just gets super dark. <laughs> like it's like like now like it was all ha ha fun and games. But then like now I think what this week and next week is the end is gonna be the last two episodes of the season. Okay. And it's just like yeah, it's just like shit just changed up. But yeah, it, it's really funny though, and I think like that's one of them shows also like with, with popular culture just to show how sleep people is. Because mm -hmm. it's like people think oh this is satire and like oh you talking all this that and the third about religion in church but then it's like nigga like yeah like <laughs> that's what they're doing like yeah. you know what i'm saying like and it's just like and it's a couple of veil references in there they don't really go hard but like i got into it yesterday with somebody and was just like dog like christianity is sun worship like it's it's a religion based on sun worship and it's just like you like, well, wow i'm like you know mithra tammuz any other pagan deity was born on december 25th but december 25th is the birth of the sun like yeah. If you read the Bible and it tell you, oh, that a shepherd saw a star in the east to announce the birth of Christ, like, ain't no motherfucking shepherd about to be up in no mountains on Christmas in Jerusalem. It's the weather, yeah, the weather doesn't even yeah. make sense. Yeah. 
it's, yeah, it's still in the northern hemisphere, but it's just like to put his birthday on the date of the sun is to directly equate him to the sun. And it's even in the point when you go to church on Sunday. It's called Sunday, Sunday. worship service. <laughs> yeah, Sunday worship. Like, it's right there for you. But that just like kind of just shows the conditioning that, that people have and the psychosis that people have, like especially black people. Like, you know, we feel like how you say it all the time, like, you know, if it ain't white, it ain't right. Like, you be dropping knowledge. You be dropping bombs on here. But then it's just like people uh, see your shit. No, he says five from that. He's loose fairy. Like, duh, 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 duh. but then you go back and you watch some shit on some white man channel or say see some white person say the exact same thing you said yeah. and right back on the team. And it's just like, nah, like we have to decode and, and break things down for ourselves. Right, 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 right. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. So um, you're more boots to the ground than I am because I remember we talked a while ago. You went to a couple concerts. And you seen some things. What was the last concert you went to by chance? Um, damn. It was probably that Wiz concert last year. I was okay. gonna go this year. But see, I usually like, you know, I, I usually watch um like the festivals, like Rolling Loud and stuff. Yeah. That, that they'll stream those. So I watch them. But then like like I like you said though, it's just like, you know, oh no, actually no. Correction. The last concert I went to this was uh was Wiz and Currency when they did the two thousand and nine tour. You know, they're my guys. But it's like I said, this is like and now I noticed it. This is the second time I've seen Currency do this. Because, like, I remember seeing, like, years ago, it was, like, a super old inter interview with George Clinton. Like, I'm not even sure if it's on the internet still. But he was talking about how the concert itself is a ritual. Like, you know, he didn't come to his words. But he's, you know, it's a ritual. You got to build the performance up. You get to a peak. But at the same time, you got to be careful with, with how much you let the crowd take you. Because you're a cunt. Like, literally come by yourself. So I'm just like, damn, you know what I mean? So it's like a climax. But it's like, it was one time I want to say, like, three years ago I saw Currency and gave a great-ass show. And um, damn near, the show was two and a half hours long. Mm -hmm. but like an hour in, this nigga had to go change clothes <laughs> because <laughs> it happened. And it was the same shit in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? They came out, they was like three songs in. And this nigga Currency, like, man, I got to go. I, I got I to gotta change real quick. Little ten minute interlude, they came back and rocked it. But it's just like that just kinda showed me just how much more versed in the shit like that Wiz is. You know what I'm saying? Like versus currency. But yeah, you know, he's quote unquote independent, but it's like I kinda know the story, you know, uh, he's got a homeboy he went to school with, you know, they all went to that little school, little Wayne and Cortez and them went to. Mm -hmm. But like his main benefactor, his grandfather was like Damn near the Sultan of New Orleans, like all the Canal Street and all the big old uh, buildings and structures and architecture, like do his grandfather is behind that. So that's kind of the sponsor. So okay. that kind of lets currency navigate between the mainstream and underground. But then it's just like, I think the Wiz just come out and he just, you know, we got the shit going. I'm saying shit at the right time. Like yeah. it's just kind of just indifferent. Like, oh, okay. Like I, I see what's up. Like I, I see what y'all doing. And like, you know, it's just it's just it's just different because it's like, you know, people be there for a good time. But at the same time, like, I feel like people don't understand the way they're being inducted into this energy ritual and the amount of energy that they put out, like how that contributes to the whole. Because it's just like, you know, I've been to concerts and kicked it, but shit, it's like it's like a natural high when it's over. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but then also I've been to concerts that have been good, but then it's like, damn. I kind of want more. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, how, how come you didn't give us more than that? Like, I almost would come to another date. But then it's just like, 
you know, you, you just see because it's just the, it's just like, I don't know how you say it. It's just like, these niggas really are wizards and magicians. And they are totally coached up and versed in what they do to get it. Because it's just like, you know, just everything. Like, you know, these, the holidays is on pagan high days because, you know, Christmas Day, birth of the sun, the, the act of giving is, is, is supplanted by the act of receiving. Because the emotion that the, the world puts out from receiving shit is what carries and continues the ritual on. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you know, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I don't know. I'm gonna try to go see. Uh, I'm gonna go see Big Crit, but I feel like his show is probably not gonna be a real big major production like that. No, nah, not like not on that scale. I, you know. Yeah. You know, but um, you make a good point with the energy rituals part. So let me dive let me divest a little bit. The Botham Gene this whole production and i'm saying production only because now i didn't catch it at first the joshua brown kid right i didn't mm. catch he's wearing a dragon ball z t-shirt who where the fuck do you wear a comic book t-shirt when you go into court to testify in a murder trial for one we just had the last episode of dragon ball uh super you know you know the dub version the, la- the final episode aired last yeah. night and i'm just like you know what I fell victim to the bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah, because it's, it's it's like how you said it's just like like even with that shit, because it's like you know, kind of go on the point of how you would say like, you know, I need black people, anybody who watching this, and I'm not trying to like be angry or like talk bad about us as a race, but it's like you know, I grew up in the suburbs and I grew up around white people, so honestly, me growing up around white people has forthright like directly put me around white people. And granted, it's some like, you know, and, and not all white people is bad, just like not all black people is bad. And same thing with them being good. But it's like it's very few people that I grew up with that I that I talk to on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. It was which shows me that overall, like, yeah, we was cool as kids, but it was all right. We just going to go along and get along. We're going to tolerate you. And then it's like ultimately within that, then it's like you kind of learn their ways. And it's like I'm saying I like to say is that we got to look at it like you say. You know, black people are in the status of black because the 13th Amendment, 14th Amendment, and Dred Scott ruling. And if you want to be mad about some shit, like, this is why that lady only got 10 years. 10 years. And I think, and yeah. I think she, and it, but, then, but I think it's factors to that too. Like, the fact she was a woman did make everything, because especially in this Me Too culture, you know what I'm saying? Like, women are the victim. So she'd have got 20 years. In light of all women, women coming forth right and victim culture is now being pushed as cool, then it's like, oh my goodness, like, well, you know, she's still white, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like the white woman is really the double minority. They're a woman and they're white, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, those are the two boxes she checks off. So it's just like, in light of how our condition is and how that is, it was like, oh, something got to happen. So are right, we gonna give this woman ten years? Then it was like, I seen somebody talking like, well, basically, you know. But the chick was distraught about some dick that she was trying to get. And, like, that's why she went into the apartment. And then even, like, during... As a matter of fact, it was, um... It was, uh... What you call it? Uh... Death Row. Uh... Reggie White and... Reggie Wright and, uh... I know, the Mom uh, James podcast. Okay, uh, Bob, yeah. it, it wasn't Bob first, Bomb first. It was the other one with the dude. Uh... uh Gangster, Gangster Chronicles or whatever it's called. Okay. That, okay. that podcast. And they was talking about it. And it was, like... You know, he kind of brought that point up. He was just like, you know, and Reggie said it as an ex-police officer. He was like, outright, if she would show contrition, 
and she would have apologized or felt so some remorse, she would have beat it. But it was the fact that she didn't apologize like the whole but, time while while the investigation going on. She sent text texts to this dude. So it's just like you know, there's some things that's just too egregious. Like it's like okay, we got to do something. Like with even with the Laquan McDonald in Chicago. Like that was one of those yeah. things. It's like it was just okay. Y'all doing too fucking much. You need to sit down yeah, for yeah. a couple of years. Yeah. You gotta sit down. But uh, with the Joshua Brown part, and they reported they they shot him in the mouth, right? And I'm just like, okay, we're gonna. So he was telling they're gonna shoot him in the mouth as a as a yeah, I'll fix you. I'm just like, oh my god, oh, okay, it. I'm over it, man. I'm over it. And, and that's the whole shit. And it's just like, just like you said, like. They have to tell you what's going on, yeah. like you know what I mean, like, and and that's the thing, like we you know on on the movie shit, like, and and I got that because it's like any vampire flick ever, from fucking Vampire in Brooklyn, Bram Stoker's Dracula, yeah, shit, even True Blood, like the first time a vampire in your crib, you have to invite I a vampire in. Always, always, you know that's what I'm saying, changed. like, right? Yeah, that that's how that's playing out. Yeah. So it's just like with that being the case, it's just like, come on, man, like. I just feel like, you know, in, in our community, even like on that shit, though, like for dudes, brother to hug her like that, in the way that the, the court officer was rubbing her hair and the judge and shit, it's just like, man, like, and you know, I'm not here to wish no evil or nothing, but that was Haitian, so I hope when the brother hugged her, like, he put a hex or something on her ass, like, I hope he, I hope he grabbed a lock of hair or something out so he could, you know, Take that back to the altar and get that vengeance that way. But it's just like, man, it's just like, it's just like we're just a grand spectacle. Like all of this stuff happens to us to be on display. And it's like a whack in the finger. It's like, you see, no matter what, no matter what you do, ha, you're still a nigger. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just like, but they, but it is like how you always say, it's like, they know who we are. They know what we represent. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they understand us and to the point where it's just like we removed from it. That's why like, I always like, like now, like how you say, oh, AOS, like that's bullshit, dog. <laughs> like, like for real, like even like, cause I mean, like, even like, let's really think about like slavery, right? The, the middle passage to this day, to this day <laughs> is the most treacherous stretch of water in the world. Navy the ships point, don't even do that, run exactly. that route. It's too dangerous. It's, dangerous so you mean to tell me three million motherfucking slaves at that time no technology these these three traveled and it took six to eight months with niggas stacked on each other with no food and everybody just shitting and pissing everywhere and niggas still made it here without dysentery and god knows what other type of jaundice and yellow flu diseases yeah. they had ago and then it's like and then exactly people it's like well well they found ships and i'm like the only place they ever found ships was like in the was in the Gulf in like the Mississippi Delta, yeah. Which would show me that there were like I mean because that's what I say when you look at us in the Americas, we look like the niggas in the islands. We look like niggas in Brazil. We kind of look like niggas in, from Africa, but not. We don't look like African Africans. Like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's came, but it's to the point where it's like we was, we're here. Like I know for a fact. Like oh my my father. Both of both both his grandparents are deceased, and I was blessed enough to have great grandparents and like get to interact with them as a kid and shit. But both of my great grandparents had Indian grandmothers. Mm. Both of my parents were born like my great grandfather was born like 1908, 
And I think my great grandmother might have been born like 1915 or 1916. Mm-hmm. So, all right. And then it's like, I'm on my mother's side. Like, my mother, like, because I, you know, not to be colorist, but like, you know, my mother is a number one light skin. And when I say number one light skin, I'm talking like Seth Curry, because, you know, like, people like zero light skin, like they passable. But like, yeah. my mom's a number one skin. And both of my grandparents are like number five chocolate. And my mother was light skinned but then they like you know i will always joke with him and ask him and i remember one day both my grandparents was like yeah i had an indian great-grandmother so it's just like all right you got indian great-grandmother and it's mm-hmm. like it is indigenous like you know what i'm saying and it's like once we get to the whole you know uh shit after uh, reconstruction era that's when everybody got reclassified so it's just like you know all this shit that's happening to us is happening to us because the niggas that are in a position of power won't do anything to change the 13th Amendment, 14th Amendment, and Dred Scott. So, like, that's why we're delegated to the status we get. So, it's just like, I, you know, and it's like I said, Black Lives Matter to me, that shit is a distraction. It's an adjutant just to, just to have, well, blue lives matter. <laughs> All lives matter. And, like, I'm in the gym the other day, and this white dude had a shirt on that said, gray lives matter. And I had to sit here and think, like, gray lives? I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of clever. So you can try to blend it and say black and white lives matter. Okay. <laughs> but it's just like, yeah, man, it's just like this shit, this shit is, is just, it's so egregious. Like, it's just, it's just so egregious. Have you seen a Joker yet? I have what not. The hell? I'm waiting. What is No, because look, Slide, Slide, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I smoke weed, right? <laughs> and I'm, about to pull it up. <laughs> I'm about to pull it up on my TV. I want to say, what is, it's one of these. I have a one of them channels, one of them them websites. It's a uh, and movies, free movies for you. As soon as that shit loads up, I'm going sm- I'm, I'm smoke out and watch that shit. Cause that's how I do it. Like, cause I mean, like you know, it's, it kind of I kind of just get cerebral. Like I get high, and it's just like it's weird. Like even like even honestly, God, like I get high, and you see, I got confirmation from this when I watched the Mike Tyson podcast the other day. And I tell I tell anybody, anybody anywhere, you need to fucking watch the Mike Tyson podcast. Okay, tell me why. It's so golden, Sly, because Mike Tyson is sitting there getting high, but like he has like childlike wonderment, dog. Like it's he's like, like a it's, real life. He's like a real life Goku. Like he's a closest yeah. thing to a real Goku. He, yeah, like you said, a childlike wonderment, and he, to have it at that like, age. <laughs> Bro, it was so funny because the first one I watched was the Wiz Khalifa one. And, like, he was like, you know how he talked? Like, oh, my goodness, Wiz. He was like, you just don't understand. In my day, in 1989, 88, the top five rappers, they were capable of killing you. You can die by this. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, but he's like, right now, I don't know if these guys are boy band or not. And, and then... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's some silly shit, and I forget. Damn, I forget the fucking football player he has on there, but he got an ex NFL dude on there. That's like the other dude with him. He kind of the moderator and keep him straight. Uh-huh. But like, I promise you, like the four episodes I've seen, like Mike Tyson talks about the frog. He talked about like doing DMT, and like how he had like a. Um, he's like, I did the frog, and I was able to go within myself and conquer and defeat things that I was once terrified of. It was a tremendous effect on my life. Like, I'm telling you. That's, that's deep shit, it. though. Yeah, like, it's just like, like you said, it's like, he damn near like a sensei. 
And like, you know, me being a Raiders fan, like next year, I right, it's gonna be dope because they're about to have uh they're about to be Allegiant Stadium. Fuck Allegiant Airline, because it's definitely like terrible flights. Mm-hmm. But uh I'm reading somewhere they're gonna have flight hotel, game packages. But uh I wanna go to the Tyson Ranch because they say the Tyson Ranch is like Disney World for weed. It's is pretty much how they said it. Gotcha. It's gonna be a big old resort. But yeah, I'm telling y'all, if y'all get a chance, you need to just go and watch Mike Tyson and laugh your ass off. Where'd you uh where'd you watch like, that? On what, what what platform? It's on it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Oh, okay. It's called um it's called Hotbox. The Hotbox. Okay. Only reason I because I remember the, the whole shit with him and Whack fighting. And I'm just like, come on, it's not this. You don't need to do all this to to launch a podcast, man. And like, that he, was funny though. He was like, he was like, don't you dare talk about Tupac. Tupac is my friend. <laughs> that nigga been dead thirty <laughs> years, man. But let that shit go. Like, like me and my girl was talking, and she was like, "Man, I'm not scared of Mike Tyson." I'm like, "Not with that voice." I'm like, "Are you serious?" I was like, "Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson is like a human Harambe. Like he is a fucking silverback gorilla with half a conscience. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he has governing. He has more governing than that gorilla does." But if given the proper stance, this nigga will tear you in half. Too. Yeah, basically. basically. And then, like, I showed her the clip. I'm like, you didn't see the Lennox Lewis shit? When he was like, I will fuck you in your ass and make you love me? I will eat your children? Nigga, what? <laughs> and then he lost the fight? And you could and see, and that wasn't no fair fight, but you could tell that nigga was definitely on meds on that fight. Mm. He was like, oh, my back. My back is broken. Like, what's my... Spinal. <laughs> I broke Spinal. my back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What else? Uh, <laughs> what else did you catch? <laughs> the media as of late. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, and I'm and, and I've, I've seen the fucking commercial thirty times today because it's football Sunday. But that shit with Tiffany Haddish, dog, and these kids can say the darndest thing. I need to put that up. She... I'm, I'm, I'm a. We'll go into it. I'm gonna put it up. And it was just like, I kind of almost want to watch the shit just to see how much egregious shit she's going to say. Because it was just like, I like it's even before the little boy said the shit, I'm just like, he's he like, already yeah, I got knew. a bowling ball. Homie, as like, soon oh, as he said, I polish and clean balls, I was like, okay, where is she going to go with this? And sure enough. And yeah, and she's like, oh, she's like, oh, I had that job at 21. And then the other one with the other little boy, like, oh, I have a girlfriend. And she's like, I think she, she's like, mm. You ain't paid none of my bills yet. And it's like, nigga, this little boy's like seven, Tiffany. But then I think that plays on to it. Like, even in hindsight, like, if we was to sit back and go watch that Bill Cosby shit, man, it was I'm sure. a lot yeah. of creepy shit. No, I'm like, sure. Like, Bill Cosby, that, like, because even to this day, like, I remember watching, like, because, you know, they'd be showing, uh, they'd be showing Cosby show on TV one. And I was watching that shit one time. I'm just like, really? I'll like, tell you what. The, 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 what episode always bothered me the most of Cosby, Cosby Show when he was giving all the kids a, a ride on his knee, the bunking Bronco, and I was like, you know what? I don't know. That just didn't. That didn't sit right. Yeah, no, and the look of wonderment the fat boy had on his face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, he was like, "Yeah, it's about to be my turn. You're gonna have to do me too, Bill." Like, I'm just like, oh, <sighs> that one, and then the one with the secret sauce. When he was like, yeah, everybody loves my sauce. My sauce is good. Oh, I yeah. make this sauce and, and things happen. And it's just like, 
Nigga, you were telling us a lot before you could say a lot, though. Jeez. Cringe. Okay, cringe. but ran, random trivia for you, though. Okay. Where did Tommy work? Do you know where Tommy worked on Martin? Wait a minute. He worked with kids. Yep. It's, yeah. And I hate when people post that beat. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, when when uh, Antonio Brown got cut, he was like, yeah, he about to go work with Tommy. I'm like, nigga. They say it on both career day episodes. The first day, the first one, the first one when Tom Davidson was on there, Vernon Hill, when uh, when Martin was flexing, like, oh, I got a Lambo, I got a Ferrari, mm-hmm. I got this, I got that. He says that shit on there, and then he said on the Miss Trinidad episode. So it was okay. just like, come on, man. But it's just like, but it's funny though because I know a couple of street figures that do the, kind of the same thing. Like these street niggas get they 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 start diversifying their money. And uh, they got a little, they got a little organization where they help at-risk kids. <laughs> help the kids. And it's for profit. And it's for profit. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's just like, okay, that's kind of, that's kind of ingenious. Like I feel you. Like I always like, thought Tommy like, was a, I always thought Tommy was a drug dealer with the oh, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because he was in, because in, in, in class act, he was basically the same character. He was just a drug dealer, flat out. So. And why did that nigga like? Why was that nigga's name Tommy? And like everything and he everything played, he did. everything yeah. he played in that nigga's name was Tommy. And it's just like, mm-hmm. man. So who? So so who? Who offered Tommy up to the beast? I wonder. The logical guess would be, it would have to be Martin. Logically, um, but we we don't have the show yet. But they got the Bad Boys 3 thing after yeah. 17 years. So uh, I know he's got some other things in the works. Yeah, allegedly the cross-dressing sensation of the millennial is about to come out. Yeah, It's supposed to be a movie with, who is it? It's Martin, Tyler Perry, Jamie Foxx, and Eddie Murphy. It's all supposed to be. I don't want to see that. I don't, I I don't. want to see that. I mean, that. you know what? And, and, it's like, and it's so fucked up. Like We can definitely talk about that. And I feel like Everybody's done it, but it's like I'm not. I'm, not, I'm definitely not floating no passes for nobody doing that shit. But I feel like the way Martin did it, I guess if you would say it like that, was, was kind of the most tasteful because it was just like Shanene definitely brought. We Martin all knew a Shanene. Yeah, I, yeah, we knew a Shanene. Yeah, but then it's like, but then Big Mama's house. It was like, oh, okay, like that's cool. You got me a long sexy ass in this. I can deal with deal, deal with it. But then we got Big Mama's house too. We got Big Mama's house homecoming. It's just like, all right. Then it's just like, see, we should have nipped that shit in the bud because then like Tyler Perry wouldn't have been created. And personally, I feel like, you know, Tyler Perry should just be, just he should just become Medea because Tyler Perry living his best life is him identifying as like 60 something year old black woman. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just like, Mm-mm. He's he's the worst. Like he he is the worst in my opinion. You know what but, I mean. But the funny thing is, that's when he's the most celebrated in our culture. When he's when he's being this alter character, complete opposite of himself. And then the other thing that was such a finesse about it was, I know you you've seen this shit online about the homosexual community in Atlanta coming out and speaking out against him, saying like basically he stole that yeah like he, they said that he stole that character. From another like gay dude, like is in the whole little like gay theater scene, and it like it wasn't Medea, was wasn't the original name, but it was like something else, something with him, and like he took it and ran with it. But then that was just like the whole thing that the gay community in, in Atlanta was mad about was because 
like you took this shit. You a closeted gay man allegedly. Just gonna say allegedly. Don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then it's just like you repackage this gay character to the black church because like that's why the shit blew up like that. That shit was a gospel stage play phenomenon. Like you know what I'm saying? Like so, where were they to boycott this and raise awareness? Y'all had 15 years of him doing plays before he even sniffed a movie deal. Yeah, 15, 15 years of him doing plays on a chitlin circuit. But see, but I mean, but that was the whole thing because it was like he was he was able to successfully merge two dollars. He was able to get the black dollar and the gay definitely dollar. Definitely was yeah. getting, definitely was getting that gay dollar. So it's just like now it's like oh, okay, and then it's just like it, I mean, but then it's like once again that's one of them things that I think speaks to the hypocrisy within the black community. Like I said, I'm I'm not a homosexual. I don't have no problem with gay people. You know what I'm saying? Because to each his own. Like, you know what I'm saying? Your God, your creator, like whatever you believe in, if that's wrong, if that's if that's wrong in your eye in, in your doctrine's eyes, then you gotta be accountable and you gotta answer for that. You but I, I, I do you one better. They go to a church, they subscribe to religion that, that calls their act an abomination. So make that make sense. No matter, no matter what the pastor says, oh, all you all can come, you're all welcome. That's cool what you say, but in this book, y'all hold near and dear oh, yeah. you know i mean it's and that, and that kind of that kind of go back to that point i was saying about the family man like that documentary will fuck you up i still need to just I, because, I, i'm gonna get into it i'm gonna get it just like i mean you know just like i said with that it's like that just shows it's like you know we all on this quote-unquote conspiracy illuminati shit but it was like yo i was like four months ago years old when i found out about this thing that's been around since the 60s mm. and it's just like they do and that's why i say like the whole thing with sun that tie in too because they preached this message of Jesus. They like, yeah, like you know, dude said when they went over to uh they went over to uh where Gaddafi was at in the nineties mm-hmm. and like they had to go black budget, you know what I'm saying? They had to get somebody rich's private jet to fly over and um dude is like, Yeah, we got there, we get with the bodyguard. And then he was like, you know, Jesus loves you. Like, just had a third, and we're sorry for bombing and killing his daughter. And he gave the dude a hug, and the nigga start crying. Then he go get Gaddafi and tell Gaddafi all this. And then Gaddafi comes out, and he's trying to put on a front. And he was like, Momar, did you know that Jesus loves you? <laughs> and he just said, like, everything went there. Wow. But then the whole tenets of everything is it's just like they throw the Bible out the, out the, out the door. Like, oh, we don't care about what that book says. This is what we're doing. So it's like when they talk about the national prayer luncheon, and it was like, I guess that shit got infiltrated like a couple years ago when this whole like Russian collusion shit was popping. And um, the dudes, they was asking, like, you know, you guys got infiltrated. There was Russian spies there. And like she met with this person and she met with that person. And dude was like, you know, I know people come to this luncheon and they have meetings, but they're going to hear about the glory of Jesus Christ for two hours. And then whatever they do after that is that. And it's just like, wow, like y'all using religion to smooth coat everything that you know what i'm saying you want to do but it's like you it's like christianity to me is like the exact opposite of the bible mm-hmm. like everything because even like i said like when you look in the bible like it tell you two times what jesus looked like like you know what i'm saying like when it when it tell you in the first time it was like yeah he had he had skin of he had skin of olive and hair and hair of wool okay all right then the next time he had skin of he, he he had skin of bronze, his eyes were white as fire, and his hair was 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 white as snow, or red as fire and white as snow. So it's like, oh, that's some kind of person of color. 
<laughs> but then we get Cesare Brugier and like, oh, okay, like, yeah, like, we're going to put this halo over his head. Like, nigga, that's the sun. Like, that's the sun deity you're worshiping. And, it's and just I, like, I don't know, think, and I think everybody missed that series on HBO, The Borgia. When it came out, I, I watched it because I, I like Jeremy Irons. He's a great actor. And, you know, it told so much about that family. And I was just like, people missed, they missed the boat on that one. Seriously. Yeah, because they, because they low-key really was the ones that kind of like their actions led to the Vatican yeah. being for. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, even when you look at, like, and that's why I be trying to tell people, like, if you look at Christianity, like Christianity as a whole in the world came out of Catholicism. Yeah. And Catholicism was you to unite the Eastern and Western Empire, mm-hmm. and they married the old pagan deities onto the church. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, from its inception, like, it's flawed. It was it was corrupted in the beginning. Like, it came out of the mud. Like, literally came out of the mud to control people. And it's like, now, like, I don't think, I think the two things people have died the most for on this planet have been pussy and Jesus. Like, you know what I'm saying? Them two things more people have died for it. I'm not saying don't believe in it, you know what I'm saying? But if you believe in what you believe in, like, I'm the type of person like, all right, like, I'm gonna find out myself. Like, I'll never forget, I was in the fourth grade. And to this day, still fuck Valentine's, or not Valentine's Day, but Groundhog Day, because of this shit. So we sitting in class, and oh, well, punks are trying to feel, if he sees his shadow, it's gonna be four, or six weeks more of winter. If he doesn't, it's gonna be six weeks less. Yeah. And I'm like, so it's still gonna be six weeks of winter, right? And you're like, everybody started laughing. Like, oh, Mr. Turner, you have attention. But I'm like, for what? For pointing out the obvious? So just because you put a more or less in it, oh, that's going to make it go faster? It's six weeks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's six weeks. Either way, you can't. Like, oh, you're going to have it. <laughs> yeah. It's either way. Like, so come on. It's just like. God damn. It's just like, people just, people just like, I think, I think free thought in our society, that's what's on trial. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they want to limit the capacity of people being able to think for themselves. Ever since the free 60s, free love movement, LSD got people opening their minds to expand horizons and free. Exactly. So ever since they can't, they can't allow that to happen again. I agree. You're right. Yeah, because I never just watched some shit on, um, on, on that whole thing. And it was just like, I mean, but it's like, that's why it's like, to me, it's just funny because it was like, that was the government trying one thing. And what they were trying like backfired and blew up in their face. Yeah. Yeah. Cause cause it's just like you like that shit is just that's crazy. But then even the sixties, like, you know, like we can talk about this, you know, to go back onto the whole thing with black people in America. Like I'm almost of the school that I kind of feel like I won't say he was outright a sellout. But Martin Luther King sold black people as a whole out. Now, with, if we agree with that, did he know? Because at the end, he admitted, he said, I let my people into a burning house. So, nigga, you were complicit. So, you two were on a take. Then you realized yeah. it was, then you had a change of heart. Is, is, because my whole thing, it was like, if we were going to integrate, there needed to be an economic integration as well. Right. Like, it's just like, I'm just saying, like, even right now, like, real shit, like, if we would just say we, we go back in time and we don't do this and this doesn't happen, right? It would have happened. Because, like I said, now you look at sports and you look at entertainment as a whole how dominant black people are like real shit like sports was integrated before america was integrated jackie robinson was playing baseball in the fucking 40s mm. bill russell was going to bill russell was like they said bill russell basically was like the first black athlete 
to integrate. And he went to the University of San Francisco in like 1956. Mm-hmm. So then that opened the door for uh, what's the dude that was at Syracuse? I had the movie for Jim, uh, Jim Brown. No, uh, no, 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 no. Ernie, Brown. Ernie, Ernie. Yeah, the, the, yeah the, 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 shit. What was he called though? It was called the train or the truck yeah, or some yeah, shit? Something, yeah. We, we talk about the same person, but okay. it was like, yeah, it was, it was like basically it was, it went uh, Bill Russell, Ernie, Wilt Chamberlain, then Jim Brown, gotcha. and then after Jim Brown, the floodgates was open. That's right. That's what I'm saying. You, you had niggas, in, you had niggas in the NBA in the '60s. You had niggas in playing football in the '50s. So it was just like them, 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 them aspects. Even you look at the jazz scene. How back in the day, at that time, jazz was back then what hip hop is now. Mm-hmm. It was black cool. It was popular black cool. So with all the avenues of entertainment and popular culture that's compressed, like it's it's evident and it's been the truth from day one that black people influence popular culture. So it's just like with us being the influence and factor in popular culture, with us being having that, we didn't need to integrate right then. Because ultimately they were gonna come to us. For what it was, yeah, and, and and it was like you got us in the you got us in the in the room, Martin. I'm I'm not saying you didn't, but you definitely didn't get us a seat at the table, because the people who got the seat at the table was for sure the people is 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 what we would call that 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 talented tenth, that bourgeoisie nigga, like, and they the people that's continuing to hold to hold us back from what's from what it is. Well, unfortunately, um, that's what you had to deal with first. Before you can ever get to the white, the evil white man, so you can't even have a discussion about big boss until you take out this dude. And, and it's funny because it's like a this dude I grew up with. He's married to my cousin, so we're kind of cool. But um, he had he had had a deal with Rock Nation because he like uh, his his story was basically uh, he was like working for the electric company in Columbus, Ohio. And uh, he had some kind of accident where he got like electrocuted and got fucked up real bad and got a gang of money and like had a settlement. But he had went to full sale and he went for directing and shit. So he basically took all the money from his settlement, got bomb ass equipment, was doing like local videos, mm-hmm. had like shot some other shit. But then he got called in and he was working with Rock Nation. So I forget what it was. It was something, something that's about to come out because we had talked and I'm, I'll, I forget the details. But he basically said it was something that he was supposed to get that they ended up passing for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So it was like he got passed over on that shit. And then it was like, oh, okay. And then like he made this post on Facebook talking about the boule and shit. And I just busted out laughing. And I'm just like, yeah, man, there's people pretending not to see this shit. I understand that. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to see it. But then it's like now, you know, you've seen it firsthand. Like, I, you know, I, it's funny. I get inundated with emails from people like, man, I, I, w- I wish I could unsee what I saw, man. You was right, man. I'm sorry. I didn't believe you. I was like, I, I, you know me, no apologies. Like, you know, you had to see for yourself. Some things you just have to see for yourself and go to. That's that's the only way some people are going to learn. So I don't bash or say like, nanny, nanny, poo, that's what you get. No. You, you know, you. I'm the type. I'm hard-headed. I got to see for myself. I'm that type, so I can't be mad at anybody. See, and I learned from people like you, because my mother, her whole thing was, you know, sometimes in life, people go through shit, so you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And ultimately, it's going to be on your shoulders to decide whether or not you're going to deal with it. But it's yeah. just like, you know what I mean? So I'm just saying, this whole shit with the music industry, it's just like, this even before, I can go back to 10 years, like when I started my journey. 
and went down the rabbit hole. I'm just hearing and I'm seeing so much shit that she's like, man, there's no fucking way this is true. But then it's like, but then it's like, but damn, this shit is so fantastic and this shit is so crazy. There might be some shrouds of truth to this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yeah, motherfucker gonna make up some shit to be sensationalized about it. But then at the same time, like you watch some of these interviews with some of these people, and they'd be so fucked up about it. like that whole shit with uh with cupcake, man. Man, they did something to cupcake, dog. She made that song hump me, fuck me. Oh yeah. She was like, Oh, it was like you wanna get humped and fuck? Hey, you're about to fuck this giraffe cupcake. A giraffe. The funny we got thing a giraffe is for you. The funny thing is that's the low level shit. The 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 simple easy shit. They she didn't even make it up to the to the shit and you know and the, the dealing with the little kids and you know, she ain't deal with that shit. You just talk about a bunch of niggas running through you. That ain't you can't handle that. Then I don't know what to tell you, <laughs> you know. So yeah, cause shout out to uh, where is Gucci man, bro? Like yeah, she's her, on. Her, she is on. She it, on like. it. I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get an interview. I think she think I'm full of shit. I'm just like, yo, I'm like, whatever you want to talk about, you ain't gotta show your face. It's it's for you. I think I think she thinks I'm full of shit. Honestly, that's because she been she been putting me off, and I'm just like, all right, well, well one day you'll, you'll come come see fuck with me. I guess yeah, you know. She, she got she got to live in, in one of these big cities. She got to be. She has to be in one of these major areas, or at least be connected to somebody. That's within it because it's just like she'd be dropping shit like and she'll drop something and then like two weeks later then it's a it's you know what I'm saying, it's a whole little trending topic or somebody, one of the yeah, yeah. true TV yeah. or like lovely tea or somebody will come and bring yeah. it. But it's yeah. just like, yeah, that that shit's crazy. Cause even like even when you look at these all this all this shit with Lizzo, it's just like all right, and even cause what's the cause what's what's the her song? Like I, I was listening to this shit. I don't even know. <laughs> Cause dog, I was with I was with my daughter. I was over over my baby mother's house earlier this week, and I was with my daughter, and we was just sitting around, and like she was playing it on her iPad, and I'm like, "That's a Lizzo song," and she's like, "Yeah," I'm like, "That shit sounds just like Baby on Baby," like it's this. I'm like, and then and then and then I'm like, "Damn, that makes sense because what was it made in America?" They did that performance. Together. Yeah, that's right. So it's just like so. Then I'm just like, "Damn," like. That really confirmed how much of an industry plant she was. Yeah. Because his song was the organic, the underground hit. Like that was the breakout hit for him. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, okay, let's take this beat, let's give it the same formula, and let's go ahead and let's like put it out here. And that, yeah. that's my step, like my stepdaughter, not my real daughter. I don't got yeah. kids, but I raised her son. But, but yeah, it's, it's it's very, very, very interesting. And uh, I got this Cowboys game on, and you Cowboys fans, the Cowboys look very mediocre when they play real teams. Man, when are when aren't they mediocre? Look, they uh, haven't mattered since Jimmy Johnson left. Honestly, uh, I feel like this because Chicago Bulls fans is not bad like that, but it's the '90 Chicago Bulls fans who are just like impractical. Like back in my day, Michael Jordan, like nigga, that Guilty. was 20 years ago. Guilty. And, I mean, I mean but, Guilty. but you're you're from the area though. So that's what I'm saying. I give the Chicago people a pass because I don't know if you've seen the South Side of uh, Comedy Central. That shit's hilarious. <laughs> like it's like it's like a black comedy version. It's like a mixture of like Broad City and like workaholics. But okay. Black people on on the South Side of Chicago, like based out of a Renaissance type of thing. Okay. So like damn near every episode, like it was one episode where there was in court and like the dude was like naming people up 
and the judge was like, I'm going to hold you in contempt. You make one more reference to a, 90, to a 1990 Chicago Bulls basketball player. But I said that to say, I'm like, Cowboys fans, like, dog, y'all niggas ain't won shit since Tupac was alive. Tupac and Biggie were alive. I'm a Raiders fan. Granted, yes, we had 15 shitty seasons. But in them 15 shitty seasons, we had four playoff appearances, or four, like four playoff wins in a Super Bowl appearance. Like, you know, that, that's the whole shit with me. With sports, it's just so funny. Like, and especially, I'll tell you who the worst fans in all the sports are. Fucking Notre Dame football fans are the mm. most impractical people. Like, nigga, y'all have not won a championship since 1988. Oh, well, we got 12 championships. And I'm like, how many of which was, was before desegregation? I'm about to say, that was the last with the, the dude with the bull legs and shit. Y'all ain't won shit since, since Newt Rockney. Like, it's Newt Rockney. Nah, uh, it, was, it, was, it was 88. 88, with, okay. With, with Lou Holtz. Is Lou Holtz still on TV? Because I feel like every time I see him, he was it's just sick. Like, I, a couple years ago, he was, he was sick. Um, yeah. But no, I, you know, yeah, fucking Lou yeah, Holtz. He, he, he was looking bad, man. Like, he just got talking about I'm like, what are you saying, coach? Like, Somebody get this man off the TV before he fall out. Like, like you know what I mean? It'll be different. Like, it's 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 all fun and games till like a legendary coach dies on TV in front of everybody. <laughs> and then you got a whole nother level of trauma on there. Yeah, it's like it was like that Mason Rudolph hit today. They showed, you'll see it in the highlights. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh my God, uh, Earl Thomas smacked that nigga. Or like he was like jumping up to throw a pass, and like a nigga had pushed him like some one of the Ravens like hit him in the back, but Earl Thomas was like going at him. So as he came down, his helmet hit him. Like nah, you can see it because he's looking, and then as soon as Earl Thomas hit him, his eyes closed and he go right to sleep. Like it was like he literally like Andy, like Andy's coming, and just like hit the ground and fucked up. Hey. Iron Five, you my guy, but you're not gonna talk about my Ohio State Buckeyes, okay? We got we, we got um we got two in the last in the last fifteen. Yeah, Bo Shim, Bo was the man, but Bo not in Michigan. This motherfucker said Lee Corso. Stop! I hey the, I, oh, I used to get into a Lee Corso at, at Indiana all the time. <laughs> Him and Cam Cameron, trash, trash. Yeah, Lee Corso. Yeah, Lee Corso. He another one that don't need to be on TV. Like, if, and and I'm not knocking on wood. We don't wish no ill will on nobody, but uh, he would be the candidate for me if somebody was to pass on. Of course, it was probably the worst of them all to me. The yeah. Golden Scooter. Yeah, <laughs> I used to uh, I used to party with uh, Dave Wanstead's daughter. This was back in Indiana. Um, it was all going to IU and shit, and I didn't know who this bitch was. I didn't know she had a fucked up last name, and it's like, yo, don't you know who that is? I'm like, nah, that's Coach Wanstead's daughter. I'm Coach who? Wanstead. I'm like, oh, okay. And then two years, three years later, I was like, oh, that's who that who, who, who daddy was. Oh, you was on the IU was on the IU doing you know, I live in Indianapolis, so I, I was down in 90, 98, 99, yeah. 2000. So I hear I hear stories about late 90s, 2000 IU. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it was it was it was a different yes. that's what I'm saying. It was a different time. Yes, it was. That was like my first in, 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 in induction to like white people world and psyche and shit. And I was just like, mind you, it's, yeah. it's Bloomington, Indiana. So you still got Klan rallies and shit. So you got these progressive kids and these old staunch bogey old people. And this, you know, it's just like. But that's how it's like, that's how Indianapolis is 
like versus the rest of the state is like now they just passed it to the point where prosecutor was like yeah we're not prosecuting no cases under an ounce for uh, for under an ounce of marijuana like we're not prosecuting it worth that it. shit yeah, but then the sheriff is like oh but we're gonna still arrest people and then if your case gets thrown out so it's like damn so you just about to process a nigga and take 16 to 18 hours of his day away just be over a fucking joint like that's pretty petty but I mean, I guess you, you win some, you lose some. You gotta well, have it, it, you they have. rack up the money in, in the state time, regardless, because the billable hours for the attorneys to, to to work the case, regardless. So, you know, everyone's gonna get their cut, regardless, conviction or not. You know. Yeah. So, and I can say this too personally, as a weed smoker, I ain't scared <laughs> of legalized weed, bro. I'm I'm frightened of that. Like, I am terrified of the fact that because I'm just one of the people, like you know, as a sneakerhead too. Like, I got hella shoes. But my goal every time I put on a pair of shoes, it's just like, yeah, let me just go out and make sure nobody has these. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. even for compliments. I go, okay, them some cool shoes. I've never seen them. Or damn, I haven't seen them. So it's like, then when I see, like, you know, if I buy some shit, I'm not wearing it the first day it come out. So like, that's just my thing. So then it's like, weed legal. Like, everybody's going to be smoking weed. And it's just like, nah, man. Like, if, if weed is for everybody now, it's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> because, because this is like, even now, like, I, I remember like smoking weed in the early 2000s and like high grade then was like way better than now but then like i probably say like 2008 to like 2011 like that was like the best weed ever like, <laughs> shit was hitting like like shit was like hitting hitting like on some shit like we were just like god damn like what the fuck did you just get like you know what i'm saying like on some on some half-baked type of shit like you know what i mean it's like damn whereas now it's just like oh it's cool and it's like you know i get i got a couple people who be coming back and forth so you know i'll get the extracts and shit but like you know that's okay. what I, I, I really think i'm about to start that here soon i'm about to start this uh this cannabis fitness blog okay because it's like um because like i said dude on mike tyson show talked about it that there's like anti uh bronchial inhibitors and thc mm-hmm. so it's like basically like i'll uh i'll take like 10 bomb rips and smoke like a dab before i go work out Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, it's since since it's like almost in a vapor form, it helps expand your lungs without without hurting it. So it's like the more you smoke, you know what I'm saying? The more pools you smoke, the bigger your lungs is going to get. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, so on top of that, you know, I, I get everything out of my system as far as what's on my stomach. Mm-hmm. I get all the mucus on my lungs. So then when I go to the gym, I do like 15 minutes of cardio, get my heart rate up to like 170. You know what I'm saying? So I'm in thermogenesis. So then, boom, I'm fat burning. But then it's just like, as far as just benching, anything else I do, it's like everything is breath. So it's like smoking. I can say that shit. Like from from the last year I've been smoking and working out, like I can just see a difference because it helps with breathing. You know what I'm saying? It's got its benefits, but it's just like anything is too much. And I would advise anybody out here who's watching this that still smokes, man, put that tobacco shit down. Like (laughs) get you you some papers, but but really get some glass because that's, that's the that's the best way to go. That's the, you know what I'm saying. That's 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 the purity. All right. Um. Any any final thoughts? Uh, shout yourself out where they can find you. All that good stuff. Uh, art turned up on Instagram. Um, I really don't be posting too much shit. I'm just wanna. Um, I call myself one of Sly's eyes. <laughs> yeah. You know, I see. <laughs> I see. I see stuff in popular culture, and I'll just shoot the slide like, man, you see this? You know what I mean? So. It's just whatever. I appreciate the opportunity. Whenever you want to have me back. Oh, we're going to do this again. We're going to do this again, for sure. Because you guys you, you guys like you keep me sharp and, and aware. So I appreciate that. 
Yeah, for sure. And I appreciate I appreciate you too, man. Like I said, I stumbled on your platform just randomly like three years ago. Just fucking watching. <laughs> it's been that long, bro. Cause I wanna say this was like this was when like Carcino was like platinum Carcino, man. Like okay. when he like when he was giving like good stories. Yeah. But then now it's like it'd be funny because like I'd be talking to people in my group chats and they're like, man, this nigga just act like he knows everything. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's cause it's cause yeah, he's one of them square and compass people. So <laughs> eyes in the room and they be telling them what's popping, like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. My man, my man. Well, I once again I thank you for uh, hanging out with me. Yeah, we'll do this, we'll do this again for sure. Oh, what's up? What's up, Jordan? That's, that's, that's man. That's, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, that's the man right hey. there. Ohio's in the house. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, you doing any more streams today? I'm supposed to be doing O'Shea's Rumble. What's that about? Lord, I don't know, brother. I just know they're talking about the, the Jordan. I mean, the Joshua Brown cop. Joshua Bottom Jane. Bang Jane. I don't But I've been, I'm, it's been a long day for me. So. Man, I just want to see who's going to be the first nigga to defend these actions. And then once he defends these actions, I just want to see how the message board is going to react. <laughs> I want to see how these anticlimactic Negroes is going to react. Like, it, it's it's going to be fun. I mean, he, that that's a good look though because, like, you know, he he got to switch that up because. Well, like, I'm saying that if if you ask me, I say that at this point everything's a production at this point because who the fuck is winning Dragon Ball Z to court on a murder, a high profile murder case? Yeah, but so. that's a good look for O'Shea because yeah, he can't. O'Shea, that's my guy too, but he definitely needs to limit his contact content with girl talk. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like how me and my niggas put it. It's just like those who get it is getting it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. you can't sit here and you can't talk pussy to a nigga that's not getting pussy like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? And and that just be the whole shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then boy, like and that's the whole thing. It's just like, it's like, you know, if you're gonna pay for it, you're paying for it, but like nigga, that's not fishing. You know what I'm saying? You you want to go catch you a lake trout and earn it, motherfucker? Or you can just go to the grocery store and buy one. I mean, they're going to put the same way, but the amount of effort and work that it put in to catch that fish is going to make it that much more delicious. Um, I'm Whatever makes everybody happy, I'm just, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just it's just standards, though. Like I said, I, I mean, hey, if you got to get it, you got to get it like that. But we're not about to talk. We can't talk girls if that's your method. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's nothing for us really to talk about. Well, you know, I'll just say, you know, different strokes for different folks, you know. And um, my thing is this. With this platform, if these dudes ain't getting no pussy off this shit, like, if you're a content creator and you're still bitching about women, you should be getting a plethora of pussy off this shit right oh, yeah. now. And and, and it, it's, to me, I'm seeing these niggas ain't getting it like that. Even with this platform, I'm just like, ain't no help for you guys. <laughs> And see, and it's, and what's crazy is like, it's like a level of game. Like, and I'm not like trying to say this to be boastful. Like, I'm 35, but I've been fucking since I was 13. Like, and I totally got taken advantage of by a 16 year old, and I loved every second of it. <laughs> but I will say, in, in that course of time, and since all that's happened, it's just like, like how Chris Rock said, like, she knows she's gonna give it up within the first 10 seconds. That's it. Me. But it's like, but then it's like, you like, what the fuck is that? But then it's like over time, as you refine your game, it's like you can see that shit. You can read that shit. Mm -hmm. And then once you see, once you give you a certain look, it's like, all right, bet. Like, 
All I got to do now is just not say some stupid shit. Not to That's it. Don't talk yourself out of it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with, with, with that being said, I'm going to get out of here, bro. All right, man. You too. Have a great day, man. Yes, sir. You too. All right.